We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. Oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu. And we're on the road with Mickey. Today, we are joined by my special friend, Cindy, from monorailsandmagic.com. Hi. And she is going to join us to help talk about solo trips at Disney. Planning a solo trip. <laughs> and so we are very excited to have you, Cindy. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And... Of course, we are not going to start, though, without having a little bit of cheddar from the big cheese. And Sophie, I've got you going first. So All right. take it away. Well, mine is sort of in a good news, bad news category. Mm. The premiere date for Obi-Wan Kenobi has been changed from Wednesday, May 25th to Friday, May 27th, 2022. The good news, though, is that the premiere will feature the first two episodes. So I think that's worth the wait for two days. And even so, two days isn't that long of a wait, considering how much we're waiting already. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. And um, I read that all of the episodes after this opening will be on <laughs> Wednesdays like they normally are for Star Wars things on Disney+. Plus. So. Yeah. Wednesdays are our new days. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Brenda, you're up. Well, starting on April 18th, the character meet and greets, including hugs and autographs, will be returning to Disney locations. And we're talking Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, and Elani. For openers, it will be at select locations only. But throughout the spring and summer, more locations will be opening up. Very exciting news. Yay! Yay! Finally yeah. get to hug Mickey again. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It's 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 been so long. It'll be like yes. you've never hugged him before. Yes. You know? Oh, 
I remember when I was little and I used to kiss them all on the nose. I probably I got that. a lot of germs that way, but hey, they hey, liked it. It's all about that, you know, building up that immunity. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Yep. All right. Well, I wanted to talk about the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival that will be returning to Walt Disney World in July. It's running from July 14th to November 19th. So there will be plenty of time to enjoy it. And there will be more than 25 global marketplaces located throughout Epcot. And the Eat to the Beat concert series will be going on as well. It seems like... They are extending those dates for the festivals. Yeah, every a year, bit right? Mm-hmm. Longer, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. But I think it's I think it's neat because not, you know for longest time, like the first time we ever did it, it was September, end of September. Yeah. September. I mean, 30th. running like four months is a long time. I mean, right. But the first time we went was September 30th was the opening day, and that was the day we met Brenda. You know. Oh, yep. And so I love um, the festival, so I'm not complaining at all. No, no. So I think it's cool that they make it so that you can more people can enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. That's a great thing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our cheddar from the big cheese. In our show notes, of course, we have our ways you connect with us. The biggest way people connect with us is through our Facebook group. It's on the road with Mickey group. So just search Facebook for that if you want to join. And of course, if you're watching us on video, then you already know about our YouTube channel. So, um, so moving on to our feature topic, we are talking with Cindy about planning a solo trip and also talking about some of the changes at Disney due to the pandemic. So my friend Cindy and I go way back from our days when we were together on the magical blogger rail. What what color were you on, Cindy? Do you remember? Didn't they keep move, changing them around? At the end they did, but originally, oh, okay. originally I was red. And I Brenda think I had mentioned it. Hmm? I think I joined in later. Okay. So you so you were whichever topic right. that was the color you became part of. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh. So yeah, I'm, that shows how old I am. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain how this magical blog rail thing worked to me, Daddy, because I have no idea what you guys mean when you say line or colors. So the whole premise behind it, and we'll make this a quick aside, but the whole premise was they would have a topic. It was a group of bloggers that wrote about Disney. Mm-hmm. They would have a topic, um, favorite moderate resort. Okay. And then if you wanted to write about that topic, you would submit your you would say hey i want to write about port orleans french quarter that's mm-hmm. my favorite moderate and all of them would work together and um you would get some code and <clears throat> at the end of, the, of your post you would post it and people would click the link and that would take them to the next post about the next resort so so it was a blogger rail it was tied it was taken from the whole the whole monorail so they the mm-hmm. icons looked like you were like you were a monorail and they had the different colors based on the colors for the monorail oh. and so so that's where they got the name blogger rail and it was just a lot of fun and we we had a really good camaraderie of bloggers but it you know like everything it, it has a season mm-hmm. and the season kind of kind of ended so it was time to to move on to different things so 
but it was it was fun while we were while we were participating in it um and so but today we are talking about um planning a solo trip and cindy you're let me just make sure I got it right. Your okay. website is monorailsandmagic.com, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. And you have a new Facebook group. Do you want to tell people what that is? Sure. It's called Disney Fun at Home. I figured there's probably, what, a thousand Disney Facebook groups about trip planning. And I didn't want to create another one of those because, well, there's too many of them. And I didn't want to deal with that drama, to be honest with you. Yeah, so funny, yeah. I figured people who plan trips are often big fans at home. So my goal is for us to talk about movies and TV and collectibles and podcasts and all that sort of fun stuff that people do when they're not at the parks. So it's just called Disney Fun at Home. If you would like to talk about that sort of thing, you are welcome to join. Awesome. Ooh, yeah. Thank you. That's wonderful. Yeah. And we just started, so. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll grab the link. And I'll put it in the show notes okay. as well. So if anyone wants to connect to it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, you um, you have a lot of great suggestions about, about why there might be some fun in planning a solo trip and why it may not be for everyone. Mm -hmm. So So why don't you tell me a couple of your benefits to traveling to Walt Disney World alone? Give me a, a couple of examples or thoughts. Well, the biggest benefit is that you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, without having to worry about anybody else and what they need or what they want. And if you think about it, when you travel with other people, particularly if it's children, you can't do what you want, especially yeah. like mine weren't always into a lot of little kitty rides and to be honest, we didn't make them stand in line for an hour for a ride they weren't interested in. So if I wanted to do rides that I want to do or when I'm by myself, I can eat what I want to eat when I want to eat. I've been known to snack all day. So, you know, that's my meals. And you can shop as much as you want. You just basically it's just you do what you want, however you want to do it, your own pace, your own timing. Yeah. It's just Sleep however late you want, right? Exactly. <laughs> if you want to get up at the crack of dawn and rope drop, fine. If you want to sleep in, fine. It's all entirely up to you. Okay. That's oh, that's the biggest sounds, benefit. That sounds like absolute bliss. You know, <laughs> Sophie is talking crazy. Not crazy, but she, she was talking for a while there until we started planning her birthday trip. Mm -hmm. She's talking about doing her own solo trip. So so Sophie, I am certain, is going to print out this, <laughs> our show notes, and mm -hmm. use these as references for when she plans that trip. Now, I will, I will tell you, Mike, one of the things that makes this easy to do is my husband is a worrier, but he does not worry one little bit when I'm in Disney World by myself. You know, he knows I'm safe. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm walking around New York City alone. I feel completely safe, right. even yeah. walking back to my hotel room at midnight. It's so it's you. I don't think you would have to worry about her safety. So uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> That's a blessing, especially oh, yeah. nowadays. That is such a blessing. Yeah, and if that's part of why, it's part of why we love our Disney trips. You mm -hmm. know. Oh yes. You know, it's that's just one aspect of it, but it's 
it's so relevant, especially in today's world, you know? Yes. So. All right. So, um, you know, I imagine one of the things that that's kind of neat is it's being your own single rider. You don't have to you don't have to convince someone to ride a ride they don't want to. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you I can... don't typically do a lot of the rides where there's a single rider line. I'm just not a roller coaster person, but that would be one benefit. But when you're by yourself, you usually get like your own row on Pirates of the Caribbean or your own vehicle for Spaceship Earth, that sort of thing. So if, you know, if that appeals to you, it is nice that you get space, you, you know, yeah. you get that kind of space on the rides. <laughs> yeah. yeah. COVID yeah, has helped a lot with that because used to, true. they used to just load other people with you and you right. know, things have changed a little bit about that. Yeah. I remember um, this was the trip we took with Aunt Nancy, Sophie. Um, oh. We were doing, we're getting ready to do rock and roller coaster and it was me and mommy and Aunt Nancy. And I don't think, because I think Uncle Otis stayed out with you and Anna Jane. Mm-hmm. And and um, and Sherry wouldn't have done it anyway. She wouldn't have done the roller coaster anyway. So it was the three of us. And while we were in line, um, someone yelled and said, hey, I, I'm, I got like one more spot for someone if they want to ride. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and so it would have been me and Cindy. And then Nancy would have been riding by herself. And so she's like, I'll go. And so they put her ahead and she ended up riding with, with someone from like Amsterdam or something like that. And it was, <laughs> oh wow! She, I think he was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> what, who am I riding with? Because Nancy is so exuberant. <laughs> it was very much, I'm sure it was the roller coaster of a lifetime. <laughs> But it was so funny to 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 see how excited she was. Yeah, I'll ride with you. So <laughs> so you, in some ways you don't know who you're going to ride with. True. <laughs> That's fun though. That's part of the fun. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And you know, um, do you have any other thoughts on some of the benefits of going on your own to Disney? I. F- feel like I get a lot more done in a day when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, b- well, you're just, you're moving at your own pace. You're not waiting for anybody else to make up their mind. You're not waiting for anybody else to do anything. And it's really easy to navigate through the crowds by yourself. Yeah. To That's bob true. and weave through all the strollers and all the scooters. And yes. you can get from point A to point B much easier when you're by mm-hmm. yourself. So yeah. that's another benefit. You just, you can get more done if you want to get more done. If you want to do nothing, you can do nothing, but it's the timing is much better when you're, it's just you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's true. I remember on crowded days when either my dad will get up ahead or my mom will fall a little bit behind. So here I am in between them. And I either have my hand gripping onto my mom's backpack just to make sure that I don't get lost from her. Or it's like on my dad's back. If my dad's back is my arm, it's like that. All five fingers never leaves. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's we were what talking you have about to do. that. You have to, and yeah. we talked about that um, previously when we went with my mom, and how it ended up being Sophie was on my hip because she didn't want me to get too far, <laughs> too ahead. far ahead. And meanwhile, my mom, who walks at a slower pace, Cindy would ended up being at her pace. <laughs> And so we, Sophie and I would turn around and they'd be like a hundred yards back. And I'd be like, aren't you guys coming? Yeah. And then I would be like, daddy, you have to remember they walk slower. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It took me a while, but I finally figured that out. It finally yeah. clicked in. Unlike so. the last day, it was fine. Yeah. We all had fun. One benefit I just remembered is when you're traveling by yourself, if you are willing and comfortable to sit in the lounge or even at the bar, mm -hmm. you can get into restaurants at the last minute. I, in October, I walked up to the standby line for Space 220, and they looked at me and said, are you willing to sit at the bar? And I said, sure. I'm not much of a drinker, but like, sure. I was inside in five minutes. Wow. So if, you know, I, I could have, if I was willing to wait a little bit longer, I probably could have gotten the lounge, but, it's if you're just one and you're willing to do that, you don't have to order alcohol. If you just, I could order whatever I wanted. Yeah. I got in and I don't do a whole lot of, I don't typically do table service at all when I'm by myself. I don't mind doing pretty much anything alone, but sitting at a restaurant, which often takes forever by myself that I've been reluctant to do. And I haven't done that yet, mm -hmm. except for space 220. I felt like I needed to. I had yeah. to try it just for the experience, if nothing else. For sure. It's awesome. Did but, you like hey, it? Uh, it was, I love the experience. I didn't think the food was necessarily worth that much money. The next time we go with my family, we'll try to do it as a family, but it's not one of these things where I need to do it every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, that's the same thing. I, I mean, I really enjoyed my steak. My, my meal was awesome, mm -hmm. but one, I feel like once you've experienced it, you've experienced it. You don't. Right. It's not like a repeat kind of thing where it's necessary to do it every. No, maybe one. in a couple of years or with a different group of people. Right. But no, it's it's not. A, oh my gosh, I got to go back there. Right. But it was cool. Yeah. It really was cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Even yeah. just getting to it and then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a that's a really good point, and you know, um, like you said. It's kind of like having, in some ways, it's kind of like walking into Oga's Cantina because that's kind of a lounge anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. And and then you know, experiencing what the experience is, and and like you said, if you're at the bar, it doesn't mean you're you're obligated to order alcohol. No. So, so that I'll makes it easier that. to get your meals and to to enjoy your time. So, it's yeah. a good point. Um. Goodness, so. I can't wait for my 21st birthday. <laughs> Cindy, that's in June is when ah. Sophie turns 21. And so we are we are in the midst of planning. In fact, Yay. in 12 days, Brenda, we need to make our dining reservations. Yes. Because Brenda and her family mm -hmm. and Cindy and I and Sophie are all planning a trip together. And my mom's coming. Oh. And wow. we have some friends that are local that are going to have a reservation. We got friends coming mm -hmm. from California, all to celebrate Sophie. And so, so we're making this a big old blowout is what it's going to be. <laughs> Where are you staying? We, we are staying at the, the 
Yacht Club. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I almost said the boardwalk. Yeah, we're, stay- oh, we're on staying the on the boardwalk, but we're staying at the Yacht Club. It's the first time we've ever stayed there. Nice. Yeah. So, and we're going to, part of our trip will be um, going to Jelly Rolls and going mm. to Atlantic Dance Hall. So, Sophie can experience those 21-year-old things, you know? Yeah. So. Yes. Drinks and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to have fun. It's going to be a great it's going to be a great trip. And we are planning a um, on the road with Mickey meetup on at the Magic Kingdom on June 18th. Oh, so, yep. so fly down for the day. Okay. And fly <laughs> home the next husband. day. You know? <laughs> Don't worry. If you need to spend the night, we'll be able to hook you up with a bed in our room. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> something out. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, of talking to your husband, <laughs> what are some things to consider before booking a solo trip? I guess, well, like Sophie's situation, you know, she doesn't have a spouse. She doesn't have children. Mm. Um, I, I guess you're in school. So, I mean, I'm you not, could be- not school. I'm working right now. Oh, working. School took a pause by the pandemic. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's true. But if you if you're single and you don't have children, it's a little bit easier to plan. But if you do have children, you need to think about what's going to be going on at home while you're gone. Like, for example, my husband is very, very hands-on. He has always helped with everything. And my boys are now 14. So it's amazing how much there is still for him to do while I'm gone. So you just need to figure out, is it going to work? Is this, I'd never went until my boys were 12. That was the first time I even considered going by myself. I don't know if I could have gone when they were little just because it would have been too much. My husband works from home, so that also makes things easier. You just have to figure out the logistics of everything. The dynamics, yeah. Exactly. You know, and picking up from school or dropping off at school or or, or whatever it is you normally do, someone else is going to have to do that while you're gone, so whether it's your spouse or grandma or so I always look at the calendar when I'm planning a trip just to look at school vacation dates and if he's going to be out of town traveling just to plan it around everything and try to make it as easy as I can for him so that I can do it again you know what I mean (laughs) Exactly. Last thing you want to do is burn that bridge and say, oh my gosh, I can never go again. (laughs) I know when I travel for business, I, I mean, I order all the food for lunches for the time I'm gone. I make Mm -hmm. freezer meals for every night for when I'm gone. And then a freezer meal for my first night back, which I don't ever Mm -hmm. feel like doing a thing. Nope. So there's, it seems like there's a lot of pre-prep when you, yeah, Yeah. maybe, maybe it depends on what's expected or what is normal. In your home life. And with that that in mind, with that in mind, it would seem, it would seem better per se to plan a shorter solo trip, maybe like two, three days versus a week long solo trip. Because with this shorter one, it's easier to plan Mm -hmm. stuff around those days when you're not going to be there. And by making it easier to plan, you might be able to copy that formula again in the future. And then you can keep on taking more short solo trips. I usually do three to four nights. If airfare was cheaper, 
then I would go, you know, more often two or three nights, but it's mm -hmm. just the airfare. I feel like I need to get a couple extra days in there, but yeah. you're right about a formula. I have a Google document that's reminders for Mike because it's funny. I'm Cindy and my husband's Mike and you're Mike and your <laughs> wife's name is Cindy. But it's, it's oh, in there. It's perfect. reminders for, it's amazing. You know, you would think, okay, my boys are 14. I don't do a whole lot. Well, I do do a whole lot at home now. So, you know, just reminders and I go in, I edit and I print it out and here you go. Here you go for this trip. So you're exactly right. I, we've come up perfect. with, with what works, the timing for, okay, my flight needs to be around this time to work around school drop-off and I need to get home around this time to work around rush hour. And, but yeah, you're exactly right. Find what works so you can repeat it. That Which is so I like funny. That, that is so funny that plan. your husband has such a great name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm assuming your wife is a Cynthia. No, no. she's Cindy. She's not a Cynthia. Oh, okay. She is C-I-N-D-Y. So... And, and her, her middle name is Lou, so we always call her Cindy Lou Who. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and she is the cutest Who in all of Whoville. Oh, so. so sweet. I remember from my um, the wacky hair days at my elementary school, she would always give me Who hair. She would stick pencils into a ponytail and then sort of scaffold my hair up so that it was defying gravity <laughs> on top of my head. So... Yeah, and it, you're you're right. The, the older they get, the easier it is to leave them mm -hmm. and do your trips. But but even though they're teenagers, they still there's a lot of things. There's mm -hmm. you know soccer or baseball or football or whatever, yes. you know after school activities, band practice, yep. you know whatever. That all that has to be accounted for. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Nowadays, and and you're right. It, it, we it all varies depending on the family. Exactly. So, so that makes it, that makes it certainly don't discount it just because you have a husband and kids at home or a wife and kids at home. Don't discount it just because, you know, it, it, there's a lot going on. There's still perhaps an opportunity, but you're yep. right with, with the cost of airfare being like it is. Unless you're driving, it's, 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 you, you want to stay longer. Right. So you maximize your, your expense and the cost for that airfare. For sure. So. You just talk to your, to, to your spouse or your, yeah. you know, whoever else yeah. you're raising the children with. And I, I think my husband understands that while he and my boys enjoy Disney, they love Disney. I need Disney. So he understands that, you know, this helps make me a happier person to be able to spend time in my happy place. And so he's yes. mm -hmm. always been very supportive about that. And I'm already thinking about another trip. Don't tell him. I haven't told him yet, but I've already started. <laughs> if he listens to this episode, he may find out. I guess I better tell him before then. Yeah. The episode <laughs> airs on Sunday evening. Okay. Sunday evening on YouTube and Monday morning on audio. So. Gotcha. <laughs> um. But yeah, you're right. Communication for everything. Mm -hmm. Communication is the key to every single situation. Doesn't matter what it is, work, school, family, communication. It's where yep. it's at. So. And even if you don't have responsibilities at home, even if you don't have kids or you don't have a significant other or, or you're newly alone mm -hmm. or something, if you're not comfortable being alone, you know, 
may not be for you right now. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's so funny. This the topic of a solo trip comes up in these Disney Facebook gr- groups every now and then, and there are always people who say that they can't imagine ever doing that. And if, if you think about it, you probably know some people who don't like to be alone. They don't like to. If you don't like to grocery shop by yourself, if you would be horrified about sitting in the food court at a mall eating alone. You know, if a talking to a stranger, because you often end up talking to strangers, would is terrifying, you might not enjoy this. I mean, I even have some some Facebook friends who hate it when their family is out of the house and they have to be alone at home for a little while. That's not me. I really enjoy that. But um, if you're somebody like that, you you might not you might not enjoy this. Or maybe you could go when you know other people are going to be there and meet up for lunch. Maybe start that way. Do two nights when you know your friend Mike is going to be down there with his family and you're going to meet up or or something like that. Just yeah. ease into it. But you have to be comfortable being alone and you have to be comfortable occasionally talking to strangers. And actually, I kind of enjoy that. When you're in line, you can kind of read people and you can kind of yeah. tell who you can say, oh, I really like those earrings. Where did you get those? And mm-hmm. and you can tell the people that, okay, you need to leave them alone. They, yeah. They've got five children. They're they're busy. But it's it's fun. And you can talk to cast members. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always nice too. But yeah. y- you should really consider whether or not you would enjoy something like this. Not everybody will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been, you know, I haven't, I've been to one day at, Disney by myself mm-hmm. actually twice once was when I was barely an adult mm-hmm. um, and I was about to drive home from visiting my grandparents <laughs> and I went to what was then MGM studios. Right. And I will tell you right now, the, I, I had debated between MGM or magic kingdom. And I thought I was too old for magic kingdom <laughs> and i have since learned that you're never too old for magic no, kingdom ever never too, old. never too old so i went to mgm and i will tell you the thing i liked most about about that park mm-hmm. then was the muppet vision 3d oh yeah <laughs> which was brand spanking new then you know yep, i remember that new. um but i was like Gosh, I bought this ticket and it wasn't anywhere near what the ticket is now for a day. Oh. But but I'm like, did I get my money's worth out of that? You know, I felt like I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Pixie Conference a few years back, um, I I had bought a ticket because I wanted to go to Epcot. It was Food mm-hmm. and Wine Festival. And I went over and... And I had a good time, but it wasn't the best time. And Cindy wasn't there. Sophie wasn't there, you know. And so I'm the kind of traveler who misses the family when they're not with. And Mike and I are exactly the same. We actually comfort each other when we go on Pixie conferences because we miss our families. We are both babies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I went to. I, I was fortunate enough. I bought a ticket to do the not so scary Halloween party. And mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd ever been. And I had my, my friends, Sam and, and Stephanie severance. And, and I had those travel agents with me, you know, for my first time. And it was, it was fun, 
but all I could keep thinking about while we were doing Space Mountain at night and it was mm-hmm. perfect, no lines whatsoever, or this and that and the other and the parade and everything, all I kept thinking about was I need to get Cindy and Sophie down here without when I'm oh. here to do this. And that's mm-hmm. and that's what we did the next year. I'm like, come on, girls, we're going. And um <laughs> but that's, that's the way I think, you know, right. Is I think about you know, when I'm doing that how much more fun I would be having if they were with me. And so I think it helps me because my family isn't quite as into Disney as I, think I am. That, yeah. That's what it sounds like. That would be very helpful. <laughs> They're at that age where they really only want to do the thrill rides. You know what I mean? It's, they haven't quite moved into, okay, Disney is, it's cool after all, you know, you kind of reach a point where, you know, you go through the stage of, oh my God, I'm too old for that. And then you finally realize you can't appreciate it. They're not quite there yet. In fact, I think they would actually rather try the other park yeah. next time, which I, we've okay. never done. So Universal um, is awesome. It is. Yeah, it's I, fun. It sounds like fun. <laughs> but I think it helps that my children aren't home upset that I'm in Disney World without them at all. So that's another thing. <laughs> that does make it easier. It does. Yeah, you're right about care. that. So, you know, Sophie for the longest time she's not as bad as she used to be but when she found out i was going to orlando for a mm-hmm. pixie conference and she'd be like she used to be like and how come i'm not going and i'd be like because you're <laughs> oh, not gosh. allowed because it's agents only sorry that's the way it is <laughs> my husband went to disneyland without me one time he's in the solar industry and they had a conference out there oh. and they had a party for them in disneyland like oh my, you've been to oh, disneyland and goodness. i haven't so not only yeah, you've that, been to Disney, but a closed park. Yeah. Yeah, they closed off a section. I don't remember okay. what I think it was wherever their Tower of Terror is. It was oh, this was way back before it was Mission yeah. Breakout and all that. But yeah, yeah there was a closed California section. Adventure. That's California. That's Adventure, awesome. But that's yep. that is awesome. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. So you left me home upset. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well excuse me. I know it's like hearing you talk about all the solo stuff. It's it sounds very appealing to me, and mm-hmm. I'm having to you know re I'm having to put myself in check and remember that I'm extremely tethered to my husband. Oh I'm, gosh, I really enjoy every single part of life more when he's with me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not ready, and I I hate to say, and I don't you know I don't know if I if there's going to be a time where I would not have that option. Right. And, but I would like to think that if that happens, it's not going to completely stop me from living my life. You no, know? no, it wouldn't. So it wouldn't. And the, these know, are helpful because it, it does give you, you know, like these are logical things about planning a solo trip. So it's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the times like when we do PixieCon together, mm-hmm. um, so when Brenda and I are there together, it, part of what makes it um, more manageable for me is to think about the things that I'm experiencing that I then want to pass on. And so that Cindy and Sophie can see uh, mm-hmm. and can experience it. So I use those as almost like a reconnaissance, you know, to <laughs> this is what I'm this is what I enjoyed. And I think they would, too. And let's see about getting them there to to witness it, you know, and to experience it. So, so yes. I think that might yeah. be one way to, to keep it too, is to say, Hey, I think Butch would like this or, 
whatever. So well, and Cindy's doing that for our whole audience. She's bringing it home to everyone. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It makes our family trips easier because I've already done some things. Like when we we had a family trip this past August, and I had already done Rise of the Resistance, you know, and I already it's like, okay, we need to do this. You wait, pay attention to this, and of course, the first part of the ride wasn't working. So both times we did it that trip, they totally missed the. Oh, no. You get on a vehicle, and then at one point, like the doors open and the stormtroopers right. are there. We walked in from the side. To the stormtroopers, so they missed that (gasps) impact both times. So I was disappointed for them. They knew no different, but I was disappointed for them. But they do kind of, you know. I guess I become the Disney expert in the family. Like we need to get in line for this, you know. Don't get in line for that, and it helps family trips. Oh, definitely. August, you haven't seen, or did you? You you haven't seen Ratatouille. I have. You have okay. Yeah, I had um, our family trip was in August. I went in October, and I just went in March. Okay, okay. So you did. What did you think of Ratatouille? I really liked it. I would not wait in line for an hour for it. Um, the first time was with one of the virtual. The um, what would mm-hmm. they call that? The, the virtual, virtual queue. Yeah, that the individual. Uh, oh, so that was there was virtual queue. I waited longer with that. Then I did this past trip. I got an individual lightning lane and waited like five minutes. Right. So I like it. It actually makes me a little nauseous. The it when it does it's, spin oh. quite a bit. It spins, and when it's the the huge screens and everything's all three D, that make I have to close my eyes a little bit, just like I do on Flight okay. of Passage. I have to close my eyes for a few seconds, but uh-huh. I really it is. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, and of course you've done Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yes. Do you like it? I do. I miss the great movie ride like everybody else from our yeah. generation, but yeah. it's it's really cool. The technology and all that, it's it's hard to not appreciate how that has changed over the years. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Wish they could that's what I say. Wish they could have built it somewhere else, but yes. I really like it. And yeah. they didn't tear the building down. That's so good. I mean that's we I'm grateful they didn't tear the building down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I I think that we've covered quite a bit for we taking have. a solo trip. Is there anything that you think we left out, Cindy? Only that um, when it comes to booking, if you and your if let's say you do have a spouse, if you are the type have the type of relationship where you don't make big purchases without discussing them first, mm-hmm. you should discuss this because even oh, if you yeah. go value resort cheapest flight. It's still a big purchase for just you. Sure. So, Absolutely. you know, I, I personally, that's how our relationship works. I mean, I'm, that's not like I'm buying a sweater. We're talking about a trip to Disney World. That's, and honestly, I stay at value resorts. I would rather spend less and do this more often. You know, if this was going to be a once in a lifetime, I'm going by myself, I would go all out. Yeah. But knowing that it's okay with him if I do this every now and then, I get an annual pass course i have to go back if i have an annual pass right that's right you know and i just do whatever works for your family's budget is what i would say yeah yeah, yeah. And everybody's exactly. different exactly. if you're a dvc family maybe you have dvc points to, to use yeah. so whatever works for you so it's not an issue amongst everybody else mm-hmm. okay good, sounds good like point. a plan yeah. definitely well thank you so much for talking sure. about that i'm i'm excited and for any listener feedback 
um, go ahead and leave us a comment in the group or any questions that you have, and we'll address them on an upcoming episode. Um, and I'll post that in the Facebook group and just invite people to, to go ahead and let us know what questions or comments they have about their solo trip. So uh, that thank you so much for talking about that. Thank you. Um, I want to transition. And now that we're coming out of pandemic craze, is what I'm calling it um, <laughs> a little bit. I want to talk about some of the changes that have happened mm -hmm. at Disney since the pandemic. And the biggest reason is because I get a lot of people that are working off of a uh, presumption that certain things are still the way they are and not realizing mm -hmm. that things have changed. So I want to just kind of go over a short list of things that have changed and, um, and feel free to input any that I miss or any that um, that you think need a little extra attention on. Um, first thing, I think the biggest thing, especially for travelers like you, Cindy, who would fly in, I think one of the biggest changes is definitely the fact that Magical Express oh, yeah. is no longer yeah. there. You know, um, you know, it, it's it was it was a shame that they ended it mm -hmm. and they are working on putting out a replacement to it. And then they ran into issues with that. So they had to stop that rollout. Um, and then there's, you know, out of that vacuum, there's been a lot of other companies that have come mm -hmm. and, and <clears throat> the, the, the response has been mixed. Right. I think is the best way to say it. So if you're coming from the airport, um, typically, what would you recommend people look at most as far as their transportation? Just Uber or? I decided for this trip to give Mears Connect a shot. Mm -hmm. um, it's just me. So when you're, I'm just paying for myself, it's not in it. $16 each way is not that big of a deal. Right. I, um, they were perfectly professional. They had all the luggage organized underneath that bus like crazy walked right on. I mean, literally, I, I barely stopped to give them my name and, and walked right on. Um, I sat for about 20 minutes before they pulled away and they literally loaded every single seat. I think other people had that experience with Magical Express. I guess I've just been lucky because I never had that. And I was staying at Art of Animation and I was the fourth stop. So I was okay. on the bus for almost an hour and a half. It's not that big of a deal. I know other people have had experiences like that for the Magical Express, but I opted to do Lyft to go back, and I lost my money to go back to the airport because I didn't want to run the risk of missing my flight. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, literally, the Lyft was there in less than 10 minutes, and I'm you go right to the airport, and they drop you off at the southwest area. You don't have to go through and up the all the escalators. So I decided for my next trip, um, if the minivans are back running, I think from the airport, I'm going to splurge. Otherwise, and it's just me, I think I'm going to do a lift because I, I use the whole feature where you can send your location to someone. So my husband knew I'm in a lift. Mm -hmm. Here's where I am. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, if you have to deal with car seats and little ones, I would definitely say give, mirrors or what's the other one is it sunshine flyers or yeah uh, give it a try it just for me as a solo traveler 
I'm probably just going to go ride share next time. I'm the same way as you. I prefer that. I prefer a straight shot, whether I'm on would, a plane yeah. or whether I'm in a car. I prefer to just get there quickly and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have uh, with Pixie, we have an arrangement with a company and it's a husband and wife team. And they we, we've experienced them and we've had clients that have experienced them and we absolutely love them. Yeah. And um, and and their their rates are per vehicle so not per person gotcha so if you've got a family of five or whatever coming in you can you can book with them and you end up paying less than you do for the mirrors and the sunshine Mm -hmm. flyers and so forth um so so that's that's certainly something that that um that i'm excited about but that's you know it is there was a big vacuum when magical express went away and 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 yeah. people are trying to fill that void, and you know it's still a work in progress as far mm-hmm. as transportation from the airport to Disney goes. You know, so yeah, so that's good though that you had that both experiences, mm-hmm. and you were able to figure out okay for me this works better, than yeah. that. and that's what it's all about. It's about your personal experience <clears throat> and what works for you, because right. what works for you isn't the same as what works for someone else. So it's good to it's good to have that, um, you know, magical express being different. That's a big change. Yeah. Um, fast pass planning <laughs> and GD plus was a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you straight out, it costs it cost me some bookings because I had clients that loved to plan their fast passes at yeah. 60 days out. They wanted to they wanted to have it planned out. And now they feel like that planning isn't there. They have to plan it each day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's a big difference. Yeah. And so just curious for the three of you, what, what are your thoughts about Genie Plus? And, and how can it be improved? I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I used I it a little bit. Shut, but my face doesn't lie. <laughs> I used it a little bit on this last trip, but I didn't, I honestly didn't, I didn't go to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. It was a flower and garden festival trip in my mind. So I basically just did Magic Kingdom and Epcot. So one day I bought it and I ended up getting like, I think I did three or four. What I don't like is the not being able to pick your times. You know what I mean? Not being able to. Genie Plus, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was okay. The next available is not till this time or, and then trying to remember to come back in and okay, the park's been open for two hours. I can make another one. And so, and then one day I bought it and I think I used it once. So, but that was, that was on me. I did not attempt to use it to its fullest. And I only did the individual lightning lane one time, um, totally missed the window at seven o'clock. I don't know what the heck I was doing. I was in line for the Skyliner and I heard the people behind me talking about Remy and it was a little after eight. So I thought, let me look, see if there's any left. It was still available at 1030. I I was able to get it. So, and the line when I went was 70 minutes and I was in my seat in about five minutes. So I I guess I can't really give you a full um, review because I didn't use it to its full extent. And I think it takes some practice but yeah, it's I miss Fast Pass Plus. <laughs> yeah, 
I do too. And, you know, um, I do too. And I think maybe, and I don't know how this would be possible, but maybe roll out the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane, but pop it back to the 60 day. Oh, yeah. You know? <clears throat> I don't know if that's even a possibility. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? Um, one of the things that I don't like doing, and I know a lot of people don't like doing, is when they're on vacation, they don't want to plug in their phones. You know, they don't mm-hmm. want to be glued to their phone the whole time. Amen. And with this, you, you kind of have to. And the thing, though, is I wonder if you're on a solo trip, is it easier to be pulling up your phone because you're on a solo trip? I think so, you know, and, and to get one instead of four or however many you need, it's it's a lot easier. And we were, I was on my phone a lot for FastPass Plus because we were these people where you you finish one and then you, you, di- you keep getting the other one and keep adding the next one and keep adding the next one. But um, I haven't tried it with my family yet. So honestly, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I think it yeah. might be a little bit more difficult. It's just me who cares if I'm on my phone. You know, I step aside. I don't walk with my phone. Fo- phone you know in my hand and yeah it's not glued to your yeah. nose yeah. no most people do most yeah. people do <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'll well, be real interesting we're adding we added genie plus for our tickets for june mm-hmm. and it'll be real interesting quick question do you remember for your lightning lane for remy what you mm-hmm. paid for it um it was less than 15 i think it was 13 maybe okay i can't remember i just hit buy I, I i was just figured i would get it but yeah i think it was i want to say 13 but i'm i'm I think not it sure might have been 11 when we were there in december and bought it, it could be i don't yeah this was a but I, it does well, change depending they, on they date. vary the mm-hmm. prices vary yeah yeah so I'm, I'm just curious because you know for 13 let's say cindy sophie and i that would be 39 dollars yeah. plus tax. um plus mm-hmm. the taxes but to me that would seem like that would be worth it for getting on in five minutes as opposed to waiting 70. Well, and yeah. to me, Rise you of the know? Resistance is always worth ILL, in my yes. opinion. Yes, if I had gone to Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios, I would have definitely done Rise of the Resistance for that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So so that's the trade-off, you know? Yep. And You know, we talk about, we talked briefly about Universal. And Universal has their Express Pass, and mm-hmm. and it's a great product. And if you it stay works. at the right resort, it's it's included for free. If you mm-hmm. pay for it, if you're staying at the at a different resort, you pay for it. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So the the Genie Plus and the individual Lightning Lane is really not that different from what you already were doing if you're staying at Universal. True. You know, unless yeah. you're paying to stay. At, at their equivalent of a deluxe, you know, premier hotels mm-hmm. where you get it included for free. So, so from that perspective, as a, as a travel agent, I don't see, I know everyone wants something for nothing. And I, and I get that because I was in that crowd for mm-hmm. years of loving being able to make these fast passes and not having to pay for them. And it is a, it is a change when you have to start paying for this feature that you got for free before right but when you compare the parks it's not it's not yeah, that they held out a long time yeah mm-hmm. a long time compared I mean, to it, it you know just, 
yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I hope I'm not um, making excuses for Disney. Um, and so correct me if I, if you think I am, but like, for instance, Magical Express versus um, Superstar Shuttle for Universal, Superstar Shuttle for Universal for your travel to get from the airport to the hotel has always been $39 a person. Oh, and so for you flying in with even with your family, you might really want to consider that lift because it's so much closer mm -hmm. from Orlando International to Universal than it is from Orlando to Disney World. So, wow. so you know, the, the paid transfer from the hotel to the airport and back has always been there for Universal. That's and something even they've been doing for years. And other theme parks, like I live in Maryland, so I don't know if you know Hershey Park. That's a big theme park up here. And they mm -hmm. have their equivalent of a all-day fast pass thing. And it varies by date. And it could be $59 a person. It could be $150 a person. So, yeah, you're right. Disney is finally just doing what everybody else has been doing all along. But that's upsetting people because they're yeah. just so used to all these things being included. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I I'm sorry for people's experiences. I know people have not had the same experiences. I, mm -hmm. I I saw a Facebook post. A friend of mine waited for a. She was at Coronado, I think, or somewhere like that. Maybe Animal mm -hmm. Kingdom Lodge, and was waiting for a bus and waited an hour and a half. Ooh. And had a situation where a bus came that they were supposed to get on, <clears throat> but there were other buses lined up. And so the bus just didn't stop and kept going and never mm. came back around. Oh, goodness. And that's I'm like, that's thing. just, that's just a fail, you know? Yeah. That <laughs> is absolutely a fail. And, and, and I'm sorry for the people that are having less of a magic trip, you know, mm -hmm. trip. Yeah. The magic for a lot of people has faded and it, and it's kind of sad for me because I love Disney and, mm -hmm. you know, and politics aside, everything that we've been reading about this and that with the laws and, and their opposition to laws and stuff like that. For me, it's, um, I, I always think of that as corporate Disney versus parks, Disney. Yeah. You know, and, and I love the cast members that, Disney parks because they go so much out of their way to make my trip with my wife and my daughter, the best trip it can be. Mm -hmm. And we have countless examples of how often that has happened. And so, so that's where my enthusiasm for Disney still is, is in the yes. parks, you know, not for what corporate is, is deciding and so forth. So off my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but I'm excited for Sophie's trip because I I am 100 percent I'm 1000 percent certain that that Disney magic is going to be a full bore for us. Yeah, absolutely yeah. cannot wait. This is going to be the trip of a lifetime up until I finally find a guy and get married. There you go. <gasps> there you go. <laughs> there so, you go. So anyway, um, fast passes, Magical Express, oh, Magic Bands, um. A lot of people love, and I've got like eight or nine, ten different magic bands, mm -hmm. you know, from the years where they were all complimentary, and now they're not. And um, 
you know, that's one thing I want people to make certain you're aware of. When you book that trip, right. the magic bands are not complimentary anymore. Um, so if you want a magic band, you don't need a magic band. Mm-hmm. But if you want a magic band, expect to pay a little bit extra for it. Anywhere from, I looked at it for a client, anywhere from $10 to $30, depending on the style. And I think a lot of people are complaining because you have a lot of choices, most of which are the more expensive ones. Like right. when we were picking out bands for our family trip in August, my boys just wanted solid colors. Mm-hmm. And there there were no, I think one had army green and one got a dark purple or something. But people just want, put the cheap option in there. Mm-hmm, Get mm-hmm. those rainbow colors in there for $10 or however. Yes. And let people buy those. And if you want to buy the cute, 50th anniversary one or whatever for $20, $30, make those an option, but put a cheap option in there for the people who want a band, but don't want to spend a ton of extra money on one. Right. And the, right. the choices change. If you they see one change. you like, you better get it. And you, Grab it you while have to you buy can. all at the same time too. You can't like, Oh, I, I'll buy one for me now and I'll buy one for my kid later. I think you have to get order them all at one time. If you're, going as a group i think yeah, yeah. i think so, you're right you either yeah. have to order you have to select a band mm-hmm. or you click the link that says i decline a band mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and you can use your key to the world card and if you want to wear a lanyard so that it's more convenient to have your card out do that if you can't afford mm-hmm. to buy 50 you know magic i mean you don't have to have a magic band no and nowadays you can use your smartwatch just the mm-hmm. same so yeah yeah the um I guess the one thing I would say, yeah, you get those things. And I think there was something else I was going to add about that. Oh, Amazon. Um, Don't feel like you have to order your magic band straight through the My Disney Experience app. You can purchase magic bands from Amazon. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Go search. Go search for magic bands and look for some. And if you see one you like, add it to your cart. And then all you do when you get it, when you get it delivered to your house, there's a code on the back. Mm-hmm. It's like a 12-digit alphanumeric code. You type that in to link it into your account. And that way you can you can have your magic band and you don't have to worry about what options you have from Disney. You can oh. look for other options. So so keep that in mind. Um and that might help you. So so magic bands, magical express. Fast pass to just to Genie Plus. Anything Traditional else? Traditional character dining not being available. Oh yeah. Mm. People think and and it's still written as character dining, but people need to know that the characters, even in the restaurants where the characters are present, they're not currently coming around to the table. So if you're used to <clears throat> having them come around to the table, signing your autograph book and taking mm-hmm. a picture with your child, that has not come back yet. Do you think that comes back with the April 18th thing? I don't think it comes. In my opinion, it's not coming back with the April 18th thing. I think it will come back soon, but I don't think that soon. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because I know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, April 18th is like right now. Yeah, because Disney doesn't. I don't know why. We got Right now, we have the four greatest minds. Five, I'm sorry, Grogu. We have the five <laughs> greatest minds at Disney here. And they, for whatever reason, they still don't 
listen to our show. I don't I don't <laughs> quite know why. <laughs> They're waiting for me to get a job there so they can pay me for all this. Ooh, oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, I was going to say um the you know, for us it was Garden Grill and mm. the characters were there but they were up away. And, yeah. And I don't see as that has changed. I think that's Mm-mm. still the same way, but um but it was still nice to be able to see them. So even if it was from a distance then. But anyway, so yeah, character dining. And and all a lot of that comes to, comes back to um staffing issues. They're having trouble filling yes, all filling across jobs the country, and and that's you know, that's, that's why that's why um dining plan's not back. Yeah. Because they can't get to the level where they're at full capacity for restaurants and things right like that. Now. And they can't offer that service. So that's right. We just so, have to be patient. That's the way it is it everywhere. Very much, very much is a patience thing. Mm-hmm. So and be patient with your servers, please. They're doing the yeah. best they can. They're oh, often yeah. short staffed and people are not nice. No. Yeah. Please be nice to the cast members. <laughs> please. My mom told me a story once basically we were at the yak and yeti in animal kingdom at least i think that's where we were and there was this cast member he was taking orders and this lady came up to him and it was like i want you to go get me some ketchup and he's like there's a self-serve station right over there ma'am no i want you to get me the ketchup yourself and my mom after a while she just went up Handed the lady the ketchup and was like, here you go. And she's like, where'd you get that? And she was like, the self-serve station? (laughs) The lady walks off and she's talking to the cast member and she's like, you do not deserve that. And the cast member smiles at her and he says, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be kind to those cast members. People are people, dang it. Yeah. People are people. And they deserve to be treated like such. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, is there anything else before I wrap us up for this feature park topic? Reservations. You have to oh, reserve. Oh, golly. How your did I park. forget that? Oh, gosh. And don't wait till the very last minute. Now, I've always had good luck in being able to change mm-hmm. at the last minute, but you and you can't park hop until two o'clock. Yeah. I'm okay with the reservation part. I don't like the not being able to park hop till two because I like to be able to kind of just move on, go to another park at like noon. Could they maybe move it back to noon? That might be better. But I think I think they're constantly turning people away at the gate because they don't have a park reservation. Yeah. yeah. Park reservations are key. You have your ticket. You need a park reservation. And, you know, and I understand the 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 necessity because they want to know how many people are going to be the magic kingdom Mm -hmm. on x day you know so i get it and i and i don't have a problem with it you just need to make sure you get those made you know you make those reservations um because that is so thank you for remembering that cindy because it totally was out of my head because i i always when we make them, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I'm making mm-hmm. them done. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even think about it now. It's like secondhand, you know? <laughs> well, and please remember also that you can park hop at 2 o'clock, but you have to reserve the park pass reservation for the first park you're yes. going to. And don't get up that day and say, you know what? I think we're just going to stay at the pool and then go to the second park. You have to go to the first park mm-hmm. you've reserved 
or change your park pass reservation to the to the second park. Right. You you it's just the way the system works. Yep. That and having exactly. a dining reservation doesn't get you in the park. You have That's to right. have a park reservation also. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. I think the system should I don't know, maybe make sure you have a park reservation before you make a dining, but I guess that could get just too complicated if they tried to do that too. Yeah, because that, that would probably require park pass reservations at both the first and second park. Oh, right. That's true. You're right. Or if you make a dining reservation, automatically have it go and make your park reservation for those guests. Ah. Or when you're making a dining reservation for a park you don't have a park pass for, have a huge window pop up in your face and say, please <laughs> remember, you don't have a park pass reservation for this park, and this mm -hmm. dining reservation doesn't get you into the park. Yeah. Right. Mm. And all, all of those, those things would be good. <laughs> all those are great suggestions. And someone at Disney IT, their head just exploded. <laughs> Bless their hearts. They they can only do what they can do. <laughs> oh dear. So, well, that was great. Thank you, Cindy, so much for sure. adding those and and reminding me of those. And I think we've covered quite a bit. We got a great topic today so thank you so much cindy thank, thank you for having me <laughs> yeah, we had fun i'm glad you joined us and now let's turn it over to sophie for this day in disney history for april 11th so sophie take it away all right and this happened fairly recently back in 2006 when you were four years old <laughs> yeah i know goodness gracious <clears throat> Time. I don't like the construct of time anyway. <laughs> On April 11th in 2006, Winnie the Pooh celebrates his 80th birthday by receiving the 2308th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in California. Wow. Pooh is one of a select few animated characters to be honored with a star here, an honor that is perfectly timed to the global 18-month-long Pooh anniversary celebration Disney kicked off in December of 2005. The only other Disney characters to be given a star as of this day are Mickey, Donald, and Snow White. On the same day as the Walk of Fame ceremony, Walt Disney Home Entertainment releases Pooh's Grand Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin, for the first time ever on DVD. And you know what? I recently found out that that is on Disney Plus, so I might go watch it after ah, we're done here. There you <laughs> so. go. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, Sophie. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good Thank stuff. Thank you. And, and that now, is what I have. And now. Cindy is our Disney Who's Who character. And this started, I would pick a character and I would read all about it. We got uh -huh. this book called Disney Who's Who and A to Z of Disney Characters. And what happened was Sophie saw this book at BJ's and was like, <laughs> I want to buy this book. And we're like, okay. And she wanted to spend her own money on it. And what I didn't know, because I remember when we bought it, what I didn't know is that she bought it to wrap it up and give it to me for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. is several years back. So this became our our guide for all the different characters in our Who's Who characters. So today, 
and now we've adjusted it a little bit, and now it's kind of like a trivia. See if she can guess who okay. the character is. So, and I and usually she usually do. does. She usually does. But this time I'm trying to make it a little bit harder because this character is so easy to guess mm-hmm. that it really does make it hard to to make it a hard clue. So, um, so this character, <laughs> just playing. <laughs> this character was originally going to be mean and cold-hearted, but that was changed. Because audiences needed to be able to sympathize with this character. Hmm. Okay. This character was originally going to be a ventriloquist's dummy. Pinocchio. No. No? That's what I was thinking too. Oh. Hmm. And this is the kicker that I'm certain will give it away. This character ensures that no characters get left behind. Oh. <laughs> Woody? Woody. Oh, wow. Woody, yeah. Woody from Toy Story. I mean, he sort of is a little bit mean, but not cold He was a little bit right. mean, yeah. Uh-huh. He was a little bit mean in the original um, because he was jealous of, of Buzz. Yeah. Right? But, um... But yeah, I had no idea. It said original drafts. There's some did you know on this one, Cindy. It says original drafts of Toy Story had Woody as a mean, cold-hearted toy. That changed when the animators realized audiences needed to be able to sympathize with Woody. And then Woody was originally meant to be a ventriloquist dummy, which I I don't see how that would have worked at all. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then oh Woody makes cameos in a Bug's Life, Cars, and Meet the Robinsons. Really? Yep. Hmm. Time to go hmm. put those yeah. VHSs in DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> Look them up yeah. on on Disney Plus or something. <laughs> and that is our Who's Who character. Awesome. So. Good job, Soph, as usual. Thank you. So that one was a little harder, right, Sophie? Yeah. Just a little bit. You knew it, Brenda? I guessed it when you said the last clue. Yeah. I mean, I thought it. I didn't guess it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our Disney Who's Who character. Yay! And now we're going to finish up with a little bit of Walt. A little bit of Walt. Take it away. Fantasy, if it's really convincing, can't become dated for the simple reason that it represents a flight into a dimension that lies beyond the reaches of time. Wow. Walt Disney. Yeah. No wonder I like fantasy so much. I hate time. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hate it more and more as the years progress. Let me Uh tell you. (laughs) I already despise it. Stop it. It is what it is. There's a yep. season for everything. Yep. Ageless fantasy if it's done right. You can't. It never gets old. Yeah. All right. He well, was thank the master. You. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much, Brenda. And thank you, Walt, for that quote. And I am going to wrap us up. Cindy, 
thanks once again for joining us. We had so much fun. I hope you had a good time. I did, and thank you for having me. Not an hour of your time that you wish you'd never wasted? No. Okay, good. good. Uh, I could be doing so much, Cindy, for helping everybody with planning their solo trips. That's fantastic. Great yeah. for your point of view. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Well, I'm Mike. She's Sophie. That's Brenda. And he's Grogu. And that's Cindy. And we will... See you, See you on, on the, the road. road. That's what we say at the end. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't warn you. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. All right, They're everybody. Almost never in sync, anyway. They are never in sync. So, all right, everybody, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone.